Welcome back, listeners. Just a note before the show, this one does have a lot of distortion in it. So just bear with us. We're, we got it fixed for episode, for chapters 4, 5, and 6, but sadly, 1, 2, and 3 is going to have distortion. Chapter 2, this one you're listening to, is the worst one. So, yay! <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But anyways, enjoy it. You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Hey, welcome back. I'm DM Dave, your host of this pod. Well, one of your hosts of this podcast. To my left, we have Henley, Boudreaux, Lila, and Garatha. Roscoe. I forgot my name. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. But yes, so we will have Roscoe give us our summary for last session. So. On gate duty, I ran into a new human ranger. Very quiet. Not sure who she is. Afterwards, I got sent up to... Ran, ran, to, ran into Jakaris on my way back from switching out with that pesky Ricardo guy. Hopefully he does his job this time. Apparently, we've got a mission to go on. So I had to go and round up Fenrir and Lila and... Boudreaux and and that ranger girl again and we had a fun little meeting where I met ran into a Mendrake that man all he cares about is his money so we gotta go find some scouts and go check out this plateau so we are now gathered together heading out was there any extra supplies that you guys wanted to snag before you headed out. Hmm. No, I don't no? think so. Okay. So I believe you guys are ready. She got some stuff for the peach meat because I'm going to want some. I always have some on hand. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. He magics it out of thin air peaches. <laughs> so you guys are getting ready to go. You guys head out the gates of Hayden's Hollow and you head north. There's a path that um, a lot of them has taken. It's a little... Sketchy this time of year because of the snow and the ice, but things are starting to melt a little bit, especially off the plateau. There's a lot of rain droplets that are coming off that that cliff edge. Can I look for a good path? You sure can. Roll me a survival check. 18. 18, okay. You are able to find a path, and it has been traveled recently as well. This looks like a better path to take. It looks like there's, it's been traveled recently. The footprints are kind of hard to tell what they are, but you could tell something heavy has stepped in it because it's sunken, sunk into the mud. But also with all the water and stuff, it's hard to tell what kind of track it was. Okay. But it looks bigger than a, bigger than a dwarf, bigger than a human. It looks a lot bigger than any footstep that I would know of. Can I look at them and see if I recognize them at all? Roll me a survival check. Oh, that's a natural 20. Hoo-hoo. You recognize this as a null footprint. 
Oh, that right there, dude, that's a null footprint. I don't know if you're actually familiar with these creatures or not, but they are not something to be messed with. Uh, no. What is a null? What is a null? <laughs> yes, history time. <laughs> so. I'm proficient in history if you want me to roll for that. Um, yeah, if anybody, uh, now I forgot your name. <laughs> Fenrir. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So anybody can roll me a nature check. Wouldn't it be history? Mm-mm. If we're looking for, like, remembering what a null is. History's more about lore and legends and ancient okay. kingdoms and past okay. events. Okay. Where nature deals with more of animals. Animals. Patterns, Correct. Plant life. Correct. Um, so we'll start with uh, Henley. Would you roll? Or are oh, you I rolling I one? I didn't know about any. Perfect. Nose. Yep, you're right. 15. Boudreau. 15. I'm mean, 19. Perfect. I didn't roll. Okay. And Venrir? 10. 10. Okay, so the basis of people would know they're kind of humanoid hyenas, mm. but they're very aggressive. They. Uh, Lila, you would know that they're very territorial, but they don't necessarily stay in one place. There has been a lot of problems with them around here recently because a couple months ago, a lot of their clan tribe got destroyed. And so they're kind of seeking revenge on, on this Hayden's Hollow area because of that. So they're, they are sentient beings and things like that. They're not just fully animalistic. Not fully animalistic, but they're hard to negotiate with if you try to negotiate with. Plus, they have such a unique language but that nobody knows mm. type idea. It's not a common language that somebody can just learn. Okay. Besides having a spell, of course. But they just attack on sight, pretty much. They don't take into account anything that mm -hmm. way, just attack. Correct. Print you see, but it is somewhat of a clear path. It is a well-traveled path from other animals in the area. But it is soggy and a little wet from the dirt and slippery rocks. So with that, she's probably going to look at um, Roscoe here because he is point man on this and say... Now, Sugar, we're probably going to want to watch ourselves because these are their null tracks. Um, and the path isn't the best either, but I think it's the best we can find right now. But it's really soggy and slippery. Okay. I don't like no snow. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, everybody just keep an eye out and let's... Uh, keep walking Henley kind of keep us going in a a good path will ya as best we can I guess I'll do what I can given the circumstances <laughs> perfect so you start leading the group finding kind of the easiest ways to climb it is starting to get really rocky so it's somewhat easier to do because you can actually put your feet in rocks and climb but it is slippery still but it's not too too bad. You guys travel for about three hours, really no no problems, no effects. Um, you guys kind of take a rest for a minute, and then you continue on. It's starting to get nighttime. 
so the sun's starting to go down. It's probably about six-ish, but you know in the canyons, the sun goes down quite quickly because of the being in a canyon. The sun disappears. So it's getting to tell that, and it's starting to get really cold as well. Y'all want to uh, stop and make camp, or you want to keep going? I think we should probably stop for the night, find somewhere I agree. kind of safe. Traveling in the dark isn't exactly uh, my favorite thing. That makes sense. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you are able to find a little cavern that you guys can kind of all huddle up in and, and uh, rest for the night. Would you like to make a fire, or...? I think we should definitely post a guard. Okay. Especially if there's a knoll or something rolling around out here. I can cast a spell. What can you do? <laughs> I can cast alarm, which will warn us if anything gets close. Does that mean we all get to sleep? Um, do it. Yeah, let's do it. How long does that last? Ten hours. Okay, yeah. I thought it was really long. It's Probably a good idea to have at least one person on watch, too, just in case. Okay. I'm still kind of new at casting spells. Would that all right, Missy? That all right. All right, who take first watch? I'll go to bed, okay? Night! <laughs> <laughs> Rolls I'll, out a sleeping I'll, bag. I'll take first watch. So you got you taking first watch? I'll take second watch. Second. I'll take the last two. Okay, because you can take the four. Um, is there a fire being made? I'll make a fire. Okay. <laughs> so I gather up some wood and kind of like do it um, TP style, mm-hmm. and then I firebolt it. So how protected are we out here? Are we just like in the middle of... Like I know that you said that like we could find a nice good place to hunker down there, but is it like completely open where somebody's going to be able to see the fire it's kind of in a in a cavern so right but like it's like an open cave mouth or is it like just like an overhang it's kind of an overhang more of an overhang Mm -hmm. enough that if it snowed or rained it would keep you out of the elements so i'm gonna do gate duty and just march back and forth, kind of within close proximity of everything, and kind of just keeping an eye out and seeing <laughs> if I can come up with anything. Perfect. So the watch for Roscoe and Henley that goes pretty smoothly. Not a lot of going on. It seems pretty still kind of in hibernating mode with animals and stuff like that. Um, however. Fenrir, when you're watching, it is hard to keep the fire going because all the wood that is available is kind of wet or damp. So it takes a while for the wood to dry and stuff. So if you're going to keep the fire going, that is. But you do start hearing some kind of low growl giggling (laughs) type noises. They're still distant-wise. They don't sound like they're close. And it's hard to tell in a canyon. So that sounds like Ed from... From Lion King. Yeah. Oh. So at that point, when I start to hear the crackling, I'm going to put out the fire. Okay. 
No, 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 you can't make me eat the bug. No, no. <laughs> okay, the noise continues, and it seems to be getting louder. You do start seeing things move down below you, and the noise is getting louder. It seems there's about three figures moving down there, kind of snarling and doing their little giggle cackle thing. Would I recognize that as... Would I recognize the creature? You could probably suspect that it is a gnoll. Because you would have known the basics that it is a hyena-esque humanoid. We discussed what a gnoll was. Correct. Okay. Um, I am going to start waking everybody up. Smiling the truth. Why why you do that? And saying, hey, we've we've got a couple of gnolls that are coming up the... Up to our cavern. Well, I know that's not good. I no. grab my bow. Rubs his ass. Where? I'll just kind of point down mm. to where I start, where I'm hearing the cackling. I like try and see, and I'm like, <sighs> I can't see in the dark. Yeah, there's not a lot of light. Pretty late, right? Probably like three or four in the morning. Okay, let's be real quiet and see if maybe they'll just pass by. I'm not. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. In the mood to. <laughs> Fight without breakfast. <laughs> and first breakfast and second and breakfast. breakfast. So we should go hide? I I think we just stay where we're at so we know where they're at. We just be really quiet and kind of... But if gnolls are hyenas, they would be able to smell our campfire. Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. So while they're arguing and stuff like that, well, I'm going to try and do a perception check if that's okay to see if I can see anything... Uh, more, more than what he saw. 16. Okay, you see, now that they're getting closer, you do see three figures, and you're able to make out a shape that they are larger, okay. larger um, creatures. I moving kind of, very similar to gnolls, because you've seen gnolls before. Okay. I lean over to Roscoe. I'm like, do you want me to turn off my alarm? Yes. That's a good idea, <laughs> because we already know they're here. Okay, I um, disengaged my alarm, and I also want to sneak up to a little bit higher so I can have a vantage point so I can see. Not not necessarily see in the dark, but, like, I'm a ranger. I want to get up on, like, a rock or something, so I'm higher than them. Roll me. It is dark, though. He really can't see where to go. But you sure can try okay. with, a, with a stealth. Yep, stealth. 19. Okay. I love my new dice, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're able to find a perch, a very good vantage point to see them quietly. You did. So they're sneaking, they're sneaking up. They're not necessarily being quiet or anything. They kind of like sniff around. You see they're cackling, giggling, whatever kind of noise they do. And they're, they're kind of pointing at each other, pointing up the mountain, pointing down the mountain. And they continue on past the cavern. I was scared. I wonder what they're doing up here. I wonder if the scouts ran into them. Maybe we should follow them. 
You guys want to follow him? Lila's just going to go and start following them. She's going to roll her eyes and say, well, somebody needs to make a decision around here. And she's going to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Lila just starts going out of the cabin. Right. How, yeah. how long are you waiting for them to pass to start following? Mm, probably about five or six minutes. Okay. Long enough that we can still hear them for sure, but not mm-hmm. like... They're not moving fast. So they're going to be on their tails. We're going to be like right on their tails or anything. I'm going to okay. turn around because... Uh, I'm assuming that I probably know he doesn't see where you're all in the dark. Mm-hmm. You say, Sugar, do you want me to hold your hand now? <laughs> oh. oh, no. No, we're good. I got this. I summon <laughs> a little, a, kind of like a red dancing light. Kind of experimented because red okay. yeah. is better that yeah. you don't lose your mm-hmm. somewhat dark vision. So that we both can see where we're walking. Okay, cool. And I'll walk next to you. Oh, sweet. Okay, I need everybody to roll me stealth checks. All those who are going. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to wait a couple at. more minutes. Okay. And then I'm going to follow. Okay, Benner's going to kind of lag behind. I'll give me another couple, maybe like 30 seconds to a minute. Okay. I don't want to be too far behind, but yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. A little bit farther behind. Yeah, Boudreaux will stay behind with you. He'll be like, what are you doing? But then he'll just follow you. That's a 22. Okay, 22 for Henley. Yes. I have a 14. Sorry. 14 for Lila. Got a 15. 15 for Roscoe. 12. 12 for Boudreaux. 14. 14. Okay, you guys are doing very well. They seem not to notice you as they, as they are climbing this. You're able to keep a good pace. They're not in a hurry, and they're being kind of noisy, so it kind of helps muffle any slips or anything that you guys end up doing which you guys are pretty sure-footed in this um the sun after you know a couple hours the sun is starting to peak they haven't seemed to slow down they're just marching up stumbling and giggling and stuff like that is on their way did we get a full rest yeah you were able to get a full rest because you had to make camp early okay Boudreaux did. Boudreaux had a nice rest. Mm -hmm. That was a real good sleep I have. (laughs) Um, Does it look like they're going up the same way that we need to go or off in a different direction? It does look like they're going the same same direction. They do, however, start splitting off and walking sideways up this ridge on a very kind of sheer rock wall that has kind of uh, rock jettings out. Think like handholds? Handholds and footholds type idea that range from like a foot to three feet out where you can step and walk along. And this is all of them going up there? The three of them are going across there. There are three of them. Okay. And they seem to be making a way around a ledge and then you kind of lose sight of them at that point. So you guys kind of stop, watch them walk across this ledge, and then they kind of go back behind and a ledge. And at that point, is that kind of a different direction from where we need to be going? Or? It looks like it forks off. One goes to the left, the other one goes to the right. They went left. Um, Lila is going to look at Roscoe and say, All right, now, sugar, are we going to follow them, or are we going to go right out up here where we're supposed to go? Well, I mean, we're supposed to be looking for the scouts. 
And the scouts could have gone either way. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we going to do? Let's keep going up to the plateau on the path that we went initially. And if we don't see anything, we can come back to this point and maybe take a peek up that other way. Sound like a good plan to me, boss man. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Sounds good to me. Okay. You guys continue on on your merry little way. The stories probably get a better story if we go fight those gnolls, though. (laughs) (laughs) But we can go left. I'm good going this way. (laughs) Me too. I don't know how to get in there if I don't have to. Okay, so you guys continue on. Booter pats you on the back, by the way. <laughs> yes, let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> About an hour later, I need everybody to make me a perception check, please. So it's about what time now? It's probably about 7 o'clock in the morning now. You guys followed him for a good three hours. Perception, oh. you said? Correct. Yeah. 22. Boudreau got one to do. Henley? 11. 11. Ooh, I have a 10. Ooh. Wrote big rolls Still. right now. <laughs> Feel good. Roscoe. It's wisdom, right? Yes. Uh, I got a 7. 8. 8. Wow, we're super perceptive this morning. Hey, I got a so, 22. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Boudreau. As you guys are kind of, are you, are you more in the back of the line or kind of in the center? There's a lot of times that you guys are more following right behind each other than you are side by side. Yeah, I think Boudreaux would be probably right in front of Fenrir. So the person in front of you, is you're walking through some snow. He kind of, we'll say Roscoe, is that yeah. safe to say? Yeah, absolutely. Roscoe's kind of walking in front of you. He kind of stumbles a little bit and then keeps going. You notice that he kicks something up. And it seems like a, a cloth of some kind. And when you lean down... And I sweep it up. You sweep it up. And as you're kind of looking at it, you kind of scan the area because it's like weird that this fabric is here. As you scan the area and you kind of look down, you see some bodies. Now everybody stop. No but freak out, all right? <laughs> there be some dead body down there, but it's all right. Now you're this cloud, and I don't know, but did you... What do we do? How is that all right? <laughs> well, in their time, in the, they must have. It was their time to go, so they must have gone. I go and look at one of the bodies. <laughs> okay, you go down there and you, you find a human body down there, and with it, you find another human, a tiefling, and a dragonborn there as well. So those who are from or that have been in Haynes Hollow, you recognize these people as the ones that were sent to scout. I would have seen them gone out the gate anyway. Huh? Correct. So you recognize them. They are, um, you know, in the process I, of decaying. May I investigate the bodies to see if I can find out, like, maybe if they were killed by a knoll or by some other means? Mm-hmm. You can tell that just right off the front without investigating. You can tell that they aren't mauled. They're not mauled? They're not mauled. They're very... Um, they, it seems like they've been in a battle. Roll an investigation to see you know, more how they died. But even uh, 
Lilo could be able to tell that they weren't attacked by a knoll because knolls would just rip you apart type idea. Crit fell. First one. Okay, you're, you're kind of really nervous. Like seeing a dead body is kind of bringing back some old memories oh, of your past that you've had about the destruction of your fort. Okay, so while I'm investigating it, I just kind of go, um, I need a minute, and I'll just kind of walk like 15 feet away and just kind of hug my arms together and just kind of not rock back mm-hmm. and forth but just kind of deep breath Booger's okay. gonna come up to you and he puts his hand on your shoulder are you on the ground no okay well then he just kind of like touches your arm he's like it's all right you know when is someone's time to go it, it just is there time? i just need some time alone please all right, all so right. while she's <laughs> off doing that, um, Lila's going to peek at it and see what we can see. Okay. Investigation for those who want to kind of look at the bodies. And then let me know what kind of things you're looking for so I know what to give you. <laughs> um, so I'm looking to see kind of the same stuff that Henley was looking for, kind of how they died, but also anything left behind. Gotcha. Valuables or mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, 16. Okay, you got a 16. Uh, I got a 19. I'm looking more for battle wounds and if I recognize them at all, having been at the gate and stuff there and when maybe I was finally getting to be friendly with or gotcha. whatnot. Uh, I rolled four, so... So, <laughs> just, just a, glancing? <laughs> uh, I was, I was, nah, I was looking for... What would be distracting you from finding those? Uh, looking those. I think probably Henley. Like, just seeing her, the way that she reacted was like, as I was looking, I'm like, wait, what's, what's going on with her? So, I'm kind There's of... There's a story there. I guess That's I'm kinda... a little concerned with Henley as well as, like... So I'm not really paying attention to what I'm looking Took for. Took your attention there. Okay, so remind me, Lila, what'd you get? 16. 16 and 19. Correct. Okay. So with both your rolls, you are able to find that there are puncture wounds of like a sword or a knife okay. type idea. They were stabbed pretty much. Um, Could I tell with that if it was like like a clean cut, like it was sharp or more like a, a dull? Probably jagged. more on the dull side. Okay. Yeah. But they're clear thrust stab wounds type okay. idea. There's cuts on their arms. They seem, seem to put up a fight, but... Are there items then. still there, like their stuff and whatnot? Yes. Or so it, with does your, it look like they've been pretty worked over? It looks like they're pretty worked over. You're able to find maybe some loose coins that were there so you find like three copper that may have been left behind but it's been pretty picked of valuables i'm gonna take and uh, flip one to roscoe over here since he's with me take mm-hmm. one of the coins and flip it to him say are you seeing what i'm seeing because i'm seeing a whole lot of uh cut up people here and not a whole lot of things with them yeah somebody uh Clearly it was just after their goods, I think. I don't think they were expected to be up here. 
Henley, you okay over there? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, are we gonna leave the bodies here? Or are we gonna try and take them, like, mark the spot on our stuff to come back for them? Just. Um, Henley opens up her journal and starts uh, just drawing the scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think for now we should leave them. I think we still need to get up to the top of the plateau and see if anything else is happening up there. Um, and then we can deal with these on our way down. Um, Boudreaux is going to take... He steps away from Henley okay. and takes some of his... He takes his gourd that is on his side and he pours a little bit of water. It's a little bit green of water. And he spreads it just lightly, just like a mist or whatever, on them and goes, Kundas, you got them. You take good care of them. And we, I hope to see them later. <laughs> and he, he like, then is reverent for a second. Okay. All right, and then after that, um, Lila's gonna keep just keep walking up, walking yep. up. Keep trudging up. Are okay. we pretty close to the top at this point? Or? By the end of the day, yeah, you're able to make it. You, every now and then, hear a knoll. But as you scan the area, you don't really see anything. It may just be an echo coming from the canyon. So you do reach the top. It is about nighttime, though. But now that you're on top of the plateau, the sun stays up a lot later. So you guys continue. It's probably about five-ish right now. So where it would be getting dark in the canyons, it's still pretty light up there. Okay. So you guys can continue on. You know that you need to... So you, at this point, you were heading kind of northeast up this little path up to the plateau. And now you know... Because you, you had to go north quite a bit and then northeast to get up the side of the side of the canyon okay. wall. So now you know you need to go east to go back to where the top of Hayden's Hollow would be. Okay. And that's how long of a walk is that? And that's probably another day and a half. Okay. Because the reason why it took you longer is because of all the climbing and stuff. But now it's a straight shot. Straight shot. Almost. And it is pretty melted of snow up there on top. Um, the, The Kind of the first like 10 feet is solid rock but as you guys excuse me go on continue on onto the plateau you can tell you can kind of tell there is little budlings coming up a lot of plants starting to grow the grass is starting to grow it is warmer up there a little breezy so that breeze kind of gives you a little chill <laughs> but it's actually a really nice day today oh the plants are so cute <laughs> But it is probably another half-day journey. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I think you guys want to keep walking for a little bit and then see if we can't find somewhere maybe to camp for the night. We got a little extra sunlight while we're up on top here. Yeah, it's a little warmer up here too. <laughs> the breeze is a little chilly, but yeah. Is there anything to start a fire with? It's pretty barren up here. Like, there's not a lot of trees, surprisingly, in this area. Okay, Hanley wants to grab a little bud and put it in her journal. Oh, okay. You know I like plants, too, you know. 
Yes. <laughs> 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 how much longer do you want to, you want to kind of travel until it like, gets dark or? Like literally just probably just as the sun is is going down. So just that last little bit of daylight. Well, gotcha. So it's probably about nine o'clock now. Okay. The, once the sun goes down, the the temperature does just drops drop quite a bit. It's still pretty barren and everything up there. Still pretty barren. Not a lot of wood around there. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll uh, set up shop here tonight, guys. And of course, you were prepared for the cold weather. Right. So it, the night's bearable. It's just it's a little not cold. comfortable. But bearable. Is Boudreaux gonna kind of try and snuggle up to Henley and keep her a little bit warmer there? <laughs> Henley will not allow that. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't do that. Um, But he does look to Roscoe, kind of like a look that's like, do I have to have the first watch or can I go to bed? You can go to bed. I will take the first watch again tonight. Oh, but thank you. Thank you, you dumb man, Roscoe. (laughs) So I'm going to pull out my my lovely peach beverage. Mm -hmm. Um, Roscoe, do you want me to set alarm? Yeah, let's do that again. Okay, so I set the alarm again, same conditions. <laughs> I suppose that man in his snoring is going to drive me up a wall. <laughs> I'm kind of just, at this point, doing laps around, effectively, welcome to the camp, because it's open, right? It's open mm-hmm. space. Pretty much. So I'm just kind of walking around, the, the thinking about, kind of, I did I know any of them? Was it? You would have known some of them. Okay. Because Hagen's Hollow is a smaller, smaller community. Smaller and so for the past six months, you guys have been working together trying to build right. the place back up. So, yeah, mm-hmm. everybody knows your name there type idea. Okay. So, so they were people you knew. Kind of laughing around, thinking about them and kind of what happened and almost getting a little angry, like wanting to, you know, avenge their deaths a little bit, make sure that they didn't die for nothing. Gotcha. But it's about it. Nothing exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I like that. Okay, so the night goes by pretty pretty smoothly. It is kind of cold. The wind picks up a little bit, so you just hunker down a little bit more. Or If you're on watch, you're moving around a little bit more. But the sun does come up early. So it's coming up around 6 o'clock now, when generally you're, it's around 8 down in the hollow. Right. <laughs> so the sun is up. It start. You can automatically feel it's starting to get warmer. Okay. Else, this, I'm assuming Fenrir is awake already. Did you take last watch again? Yep. I'm awake and I'm sitting there kind of eating my rations. Get up and start. Uh, just kind of waiting. I mean, Fenrir, I'm assuming, has a pretty good sense of time. And so he realizes that you know, it's still early. Like most of you guys probably would still be sleeping at this point. So he's just kind of still watching and making sure things are going. Things are going well. I'll I'll probably have woken up by this point as well, and I'll wander over to Fenrir and I'm just like, "What do you think happened to those scouts down there?" It looks like they were attacked by. Didn't seem like they were attacked by gnolls. It sounded like looked like they were attacked by, you know, another group of people, like swords and stuff. And you know, I didn't. I don't know if we noticed any other footprints. I mean, where's 
Were there only four scouts that went? Was there another scout that was missing or what? I think there was only the four scouts that walked out the gate. So, and they're, they're not, I mean, they're scouts and stuff. So they've, they've got training. So it wouldn't necessarily be an easy, easy feat. I I would think that four scouts, especially one of them being, you know, a dragonborn could take on three gnolls. Right. At least semi okay. And at least one of them escaped. So I'm, think something else happened there right yeah somebody else somebody must have attacked him Hmm. we gotta figure out who did that yeah any I mean do you think Mendrick had anything to do with it I don't think so I would like to say yes because I don't like him Mm -hmm. but I think he's just greedy I don't think he's a bad person yeah, I kind of got that vibe from him as well. That he's just money wants, hungry. Wants to remind everybody that yeah. he's got the money, but I don't right. think he he's would do anything to harm anyone for the sake of that money. So, would you like some peach mead? Yes. <laughs> get some peach mead this is the reason that they're friends <laughs> I use it very sparingly I only have one jug with me okay so it's you know like shots just little little bits yeah your collapsible shot cups I'll take a little bit and just <laughs> kind of ask him like who who in the hollow would do such a thing like do you think it's from someone in the hollow is it someone not from the hollow like who would attack our scouts I would hope after everything that the hollow has been through in the last six months, that it wouldn't be anyone from there. It could be someone trying to get back at the hollow or sabotage the hollow, but I don't think it's anyone from within. I think we've weeded out those culprits pretty good. So is this more of a private conversation or is this kind of... Henley is probably listening in. I mean, gotcha. I don't know who else is awake at this point. I just know he was awake, so... Gotcha. Just, but we weren't, like, whispering or anything, so if someone else was awake or started rousing the gun, I'm sure they could hear it. Okay. So, so I'm going to say while we were sleeping, um, I probably end up next to Boudreaux, and I finally got <laughs> tired of the snoring, and it's like, <sighs> Boudreaux, that is enough! <laughs> oh, my goodness. You do not wake up a man like that. <laughs> well, a lady... Cannot get her beauty sleep with all that noise going on. What noise? <laughs> so we're just sitting over there arguing while they're having a serious conversation. <laughs> Girl, listen to me. I don't make no noise. We heard plenty of noise over here. I didn't hear nothing. Mm, that's because you couldn't sleep through anything, dear. You wouldn't. Mm. Mm. Disadvantage from all awake checks <laughs> for Poudreau. <laughs> it is a noise that you have to get used to, definitely. I just like that they, like, they're having this really serious conversation, and in the background all you're hearing is just like, stopping around, and this like little person yelling at this really tall person. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> I hear nothing. <laughs> I got ears like a wolf. <laughs> I hear everything. You hear nothing. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so you guys kind of wake up, banter a little bit, and you guys begin to move along. About 
midday, you start seeing, like, it's pretty flat up there. Very beautiful morning. Still a little breezy, but seems very beautiful. As you guys get closer, you start seeing the kind of the pulley system that you that, that has been built over Hayden's Hollow, where the lift would go down. And that's part of the reason why you're up there is to check what happened to it. Because it seemed when the ropes dropped from up there, it looked like somebody cut them. They didn't just wear out. So as you guys wander over there, you do see a person kind of leaning against one. And they seem to be whittling, you know, with a piece of wood and with a, with his dagger and just carving something out. Anybody we would recognize, maybe? You do not recognize it. It's just one, right? Just one. Cool. I'm going to march over there, look, trying to look all official and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Lila wants to know how attractive this person is. <laughs> how oh, attractive. <laughs> attractive <all>. check. <laughs> He's very rough looking, very scruffy. Robin Hood. So his hair is unkempt, and he does have like a scraggly beard. What? Very patchy beard, though. What does he look like? What is he? Does he look human? Does he look... Obviously not Dragonborn at that point, then. He is. Um, it's hard to tell because he also has like a little hat on, so it's kind of covering his ears, so mm. you can't see. You can see scruffy hair underneath the hat. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell if he's a elf or a human or maybe both. It's kind of hard oh. to tell. Neither one of us are attracted to him, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to march up to him. You know, looking mm-hmm. official and stuff. They're like, you there. What are you like, doing he, over here? As you here? guys are wandering, he's looking up, but he seems unaffected by it. What are you doing over here? Ah, uh, you know, just enjoying this beautiful day. What are you all doing up here? Trying to figure out what happened to our pulley system here. Oh, this is yours? Do I hear any of this? Yeah, you're all there. Okay. Like, yes, sir. That's how we got, got get up here to begin with. Hmm. How does this thing work? It doesn't seem to function anymore. No, it sure doesn't. Our ropes got damaged, and we're trying to figure out if it was someone up here causing mischief, if it was just sheer accident. Well, um, from my point of view, it was just a sheer accident, my friend. And you just better move along. What's your point of view? It was an accident. So you were involved in all this then? I said no such thing. But for the... Your health. You might as well just move along. That's just rude. And he just continues whittling. Not affected at all. <laughs> kind of look around at everyone and see see what they <laughs> have any thoughts is the plateau belongs to Hayden's Hollow this is where they're going to grow their plants for spring and food for the winter well they're just going to have to find another plateau then I want to do uh, I, I want to try and persuade him or, I guess, charm him into telling me kind of what his 
kind of what he's going to do in here, why he wants us to move along. Kind of like a flirtation type thing? Yeah, sure, sure. We'll go with that. I'm not attracted to him, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Roll a persuasion check. That's a natural 20. Whoa. Okay. And then what's your modifier with that? A 23. Okay. So, he, so what are you saying to him? Um, I'm going to say, no, honey, that's not what we asked of you. We asked if you had any involvement here in what you have uh, going on here. Should you catch my drift? He kind of looks at you and like, kind of looks you up and down. He's like, well, aren't you a little, he says this very politely like idea, but you're a little thick for a forest gnome, aren't you? <laughs> Only the best are, honey. No, I totally agree. <laughs> well, we were just keeping this nice place nice and safe for a friend of mine. And who's your friend? Anybody that I might want to get to know too? You probably don't know them. Oh, I didn't say I did, but do I want to uh, get to know them? <laughs> Depends on what interests you in life. Well, a lot of things that uh, catch my eye here. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so are you all from the Hollow? Is that why you decided to come up here? Oh, he's going to completely ignore me. <laughs> yes, we are. We lost a, uh, a scouting party a couple of days ago and we came up to see if that happened to have anything to do with a broken lift. Hmm. Interesting. Does this, who are you saving this plateau for? I believe it's time for you guys to move on and I will gladly escort you home. Oh honey, we ain't going nowhere. Well, we'll have to take care of you just like the other ones. And he gives a, a snap, and kind of behind little rocks and stuff like that, you see a couple other guys pop up. Yes. And we immediately pulls out our bow and knocks an arrow. Okay, Boudreaux. Do I have a chance to cast Shield of Faith upon Roscoe? Um, what is it? A reaction? Bonus action? It is one bonus action. Is the casting time? Uh, we'll see. We'll okay. see how initiative goes. Sounds good. Okay, roll initiative. And we will start this battle next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Chapter 2. What noise! It's been fun making these episodes so far. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it. We got lots of fun stories coming for you. But at this time, I'd like to thank D.A. Nichols for writing our music and the lyrics for these songs. You can check out her homemade RPG called shields of power on drivethroughrpg.com again that's shields of power at drivethroughrpg.com also we have a twitter follow us at chaos bard pod again that's chaos bard pod and share us with your friends and don't forget to give us a review and and a rating as well we'd love to hear from you guys we're excited to continue the story as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale We'll see you next time on Tones of the Chaos Bard.